Hi girls, today we're going to finish off um, our function notes. So we're on to um, topic seven, continuity of functions. So page 12 and 13 in your notes. Um, now these are unusual, you might have seen these before, but sometimes functions can break, as in there's a break, it's not continuous, the line doesn't continue in one pattern, there's a break in it. Um, we can also have functions with um, different rules um so for example you're going to see rules here where there is one quadratic part to the function and another linear part to the function but it will tell you for which values it's going to be quadratic and for which values it's going to be linear so some functions are defined for all values of x and their graphs have no breaks so we've used them all along we've seen uh, continuous functions up until today. Uh, these are called continuous functions. Other functions that have gaps in them, or these are called discontinuous functions. So if you can identify a break in a function, it's discontinuous. So the examples there we have are linear function f of x, 2x plus 1, for all x values uh, are elements of R. So it's telling you for every value uh, of x, they're all real numbers, so it is a continuous line. Remember we had the one where x was an element of z, and it was really unusual that you just put in the points, the dots, and you did not join the line together. Um, so that would be an example of a discontinuous function from earlier on. Um, f of x is equal to 2x plus 1 all over x minus 3. Um, is not continuous. Um, it has a vertical line x equals 3 because if you sub in 3 for the denominator, you've got 3 minus 3, which is 0, and that's not defined. It can't happen. So we have this asymptote like we did for the tan graph that is drawn vertically, and we can see that the graph is going to approach that line but never actually touch it. Um, so you would have seen that with your exponential graph for three to the power of x. It was getting very close as we were going into the negatives. It was going um, negative x values. They were going into fractions, smaller and smaller, but it should never go um, below the x-axis for the exponential. So example 19 then, it says draw a, the a graph of the cost of posting a parcel against the weight of the parcel in grams if um so this is basically you know when you do go to um send a present you have different uh cost depending on your size or weight so we're going to graph what it actually looks like um it says the cost of posting a parcel less than or equal to 100 grams is two euro um, the cost and two euro, no variable there. It is going to be a linear graph. The cost of posting a parcel greater than 100 grams but less than or equal to 250 grams is three euro. The cost of posting a parcel greater than 250 grams but less than or equal to 500 grams is four euro. Um, so we graph our graph. Now you need to identify which is going to be your x and which is going to be your y. Uh, the x is going to be the weight. Okay, the y is going to be cost. Graph it out 
And then it's time to draw the graph. So the first bullet point said the cost of posting a parcel less than or equal to 100 grams is two euro. So for example, if your parcel was 80 grams, it's two euro. If your parcel is 20 grams, it's two euro. Um, so we have a horizontal line going across for that. Um, and it did say less than or equal to. So I'm drawing the dot at the end at 100. The second bullet point then says the cost of posting a parcel greater than 100. Now it doesn't say greater than or equal to, it says greater than 100, but less than or equal to 250 grams is three euro. So you go to 100. I'm drawing the circle like I did in junior cert for when I'm graphing my linear inequalities, I draw a circle when it doesn't say equal to. Um, so draw the circle, draw your line across and it said, or equal to 250 grams. So that gets the dot is shaded in for that. And then we finish it off by saying the cost of posing a parcel greater than 250 grams, but less than or equal to 500 grams is four euro. So we apply the same idea to the next one. So big star there, this graph is not continuous because you can see there's a break in the function. Okay, there is a break in the function, but they're giving you three different rules. So that's how we're going to get, I suppose, we're going to have to question whether when they give us more than one rule for a function, we do have to question, is it continuous or is it discontinuous? So this one here is discontinuous. Example 20 then, uh, is the function f of x? Now I'm labeling them a and b because there's two rules. The first rule is 4x minus 6. And the most important thing it says here for x is not equal to 1. So I can use for all other x's, but I just can't use x equals 1. I use 4x minus 6. B then is f of x, so y equals 2. It's a horizontal line. And that I use that when x equals 1. So that's only one value I use that rule for. So the, to figure out if it's broken or if, if it's continuous or discontinuous, what you do is you sub in x equals 1 into the two rules to see what happens. So check what happens at x equals 1 for both parts of the function or both rules. A, I've labeled it A. A is because f of x is y. So y is equal to 4x minus 6. At x equals 1, sub it in, y equals minus 2. B is y equals 2. At x equals 1, well, there is no x to sub in, so y is still equal to 2. So a and B are not equal. That means there's a break in the function and it's discontinuous. So I've graphed it there to show what happens. The linear function is for all values of R, X is an element of R, but not X equals one. So that's why there's a circle at the X equals one for where the graph is, is, is going through. That's where the circle is. I've put the red line um, dotting up to where the actual answer is for when x equals 1, y is 2. So I sub it in. And that's it. The graph is broken, therefore it's discontinuous. So they do look very unusual, but they are straightforward. You just follow the rules that they give you and follow the instruction for the domain of x.
Example 21 then, it says the speed V of a train in meters per second is given by V, so velocity or speed, V equals uh, 6 T squared all over 5, which is a quadratic T squared, when T is greater than or equal to 0 and less than 5. V is also equal to 30, which is constant, linear, um, when t is greater than or equal to 5. Show that this function is continuous. So this does have two different rules, but they, it can still be continuous. The last two examples were not continuous, um, but it is possible, so we have to check. So check what happens when t equals 5. So when we sub them in, they both, when we sub in t equals 5, they both equal 30. So t, uh, so they're both equal, they're both continuous. It's a continuous function. Um, to plot this then, because if you think about a train taking off, it's going to take off very slowly, eventually gain speed, and then reach a constant speed, which is going to travel at for the, the remaining journey. Okay, so we can't always say that the speed of an object is not in real life. We will have functions that are mixed together. Uh, to find points, you do the normal way. I've drawn a table. I've used the domain they've given me, 0 to 5, but it says less than 5, so I've only gone up as far as 4. Sub them in. You have your points. You have your B. B is linear. V is equal to 30, that's a horizontal line, and graph it. Make sure you label your x-axis and your y-axis. So you can see it does look unusual. There is no circle in it. It's shaded in points, so it's continuous. There's no break in that graph. The last one then is more a theory question. So it says find the values of k if... And you can see you have two rules for the function. It's, it represents the same function, just like the one above. Two different rules. So you've got k squared x minus k when x is greater than 2. And we've got f of x is equal to 3 when x is less than or equal to 2. So again, to figure out if it's continuous or discontinuous, you need to figure out what happens at x equals 2. So um, if it is continuous, though, told us it is continuous, then both functions will be equal at x equals 2. So what does that mean? Well, that is exactly what happened in example 21 in the first part of the question. We subbed in uh, the value t equals 5, and they both equal the same one. That only happens when they're continuous. So what we're eventually going to do is put a equal to b and solve. But before we do that, we have to sub in x equals 2. So a is equal to y equals k squared x minus k. Sub in x equals 2. Our answer is y is equal to 2k squared minus k. B, y equals 3. At x equals 2, y still equals 3. It is continuous. They're both equal. So sub them in. Put them equal to each other. 2k squared minus k is equal to 3. Uh, 2k squared minus k minus 3 is equal to 0 because it's going to be a quadratic. And you solve it using normal algebra practice. Um, we have the two values that it is true. k is equal to 3 over 2 or k is equal to minus 1. So that is the answer then. The graph is only continuous when k is equal to those values. If any other values, there will be a break in the function. 
So that's it now, girls. That is the end of our function notes. Um, now, I did spend an awful lot of time on it because it is functions and graphs come into every question in Leaving Cert papers. We have to be very, very good at graphing. We have to be very good at spotting patterns. So it is worth your time now to spend a considerable amount of effort and time in graphing and spotting straight away is it a quadratic graph is it a linear graph is it an exponential graph what does a log graph look like and being able to map them uh if you need it for inverse okay so um we'll be looking at i might give you a sample test so you can see and you can practice it in your own time okay that's it all the best